This week on the Erotic Awakening Podcast, Domly Depression, Old Dogs, and Even More Sex Questions. BDSM and Non-Standard Relationships. Fair Exchange and Polyamory. Sacred Sexuality and Fetishes. As well as Simply Fun Kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more on the Erotic Awakening Podcast. Awesome. We have handpicked some fun and erotic items, including Dan and Dawn's Kinkstarter cards and the Intro to Vibe, and bundled them together in a cost savings bundle. Support the podcast and get savings. Check it out at box.eroticawakening.com. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. (gasps) Hi, Dawn. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Dan. You remember how to do this? Almost. It's been a little over two weeks this time, and oh my gosh. So I miss doing the podcast. I love the podcast. Well, it's interesting. We just had someone stop by and congratulate us on doing 400 episodes, and I said, yeah, well, one of the key things is consistency. You have to be consistent and Mm -hmm. do it every week, and we've really failed lately at doing it every week. The space has just taken so much time, but um, it was funny because he actually looked on the space website, saw that we were going to be there that evening, and stopped in to say hello. And that would be the Corwin from uh, who's journeying from the Maryland to Denver Mm -hmm. and um, happened to be passing through Columbus and one has said, hey, do you mind if I stop by and say hi? And we met him at the space and got to spend some time chitter-chatting. So that's kind of neat. So, and, I mean, Boy George did the same thing when he was in town. So we've actually got a, got to meet a couple of our podcast listeners right there at the space. It has been neat, neat to have that happen lately. Absolutely. So, Don, today on the podcast, we are going to talk about um, how our question of the day is how to help your dom when they suffer from some depression, mm-hmm. which you would, is not your classic kinky sort of conversation, but it's certainly if you're talking about long-term relationships is an important one or could be an important one. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have some more sex questions, which we are actually going to start with. Dawn, um, <laughs> I don't know. I believe we have already talked some about your uh, self-pleasuring, but we will talk. Have we asked you what position you typically masturbate in? Oh, what position? Oh, this is actually kind of funny. Um, And um, I want to talk about some of my slut escapades over the last three weeks, too, (laughs) filling out that bucket list everybody's interested in. But um, my position... Actually, it's got to be flat on my back. Yeah. it's It's got to be flat on my back because um, I used to be able to do like doggy style and reach under or, you know, be in whatever kind of position. But I've lost um, between 70 and 90 pounds. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, if I do any position but flat on my back, I don't get enough friction. Huh. It is the weirdest thing because, like I said, I used to be able to do like hands and knees and reach under and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, that that just doesn't work anymore. So, and, and it's it's part of the weight loss thing. So okay. I only do it so that I can get the deed done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But you know, you know, and and I've had a chance to figure that out a little bit over the last three weeks. What part did you figure out? <laughs> Can only masturbate in a certain oh, position. Oh, I see. So, I get it. I get it. Because get of it. some of the exploits I've been on in the past month. I personally prefer standing up or laying down. I will have to say normally I lay down. Yeah. But the reason I brought up standing up is often if I masturbate, I'll start in the shower. Uh-huh. And that's obviously I stand up in the shower. 
Right, right. Oh, see, I'm picturing you standing up right in front of my face doing well, it. Yes. I like that, too. But see, I don't call that <laughs> masturbating. That might be me jacking off on your face, but it's still... I, I personally perceive the term masturbating in, in this regard, and I know that mm, you're right. thinking of it differently, to be a so- soloing. Right, right. right. Um, and I guess that's not necessarily true, but it's what I'm thinking at the moment. So, okay. yes, standing in front of your face is fine. So, yeah, I mean, because I consider it, um, I mean, it's such a thing in porn. What? Uh, guys finishing off shooting on someone's face. Yeah, I know. And I don't always like to watch it. I, I like to watch it in person mm-hmm. with somebody right in front of me. That's very, very hot. So, but, uh, and I know we kind of different, differentiate between masturbating and self-pleasuring. Right. To me, masturbating in reality is when I do it at night so that I can go to sleep, mm-hmm. right? So self-pleasuring is um, the same action with a different intent. And yeah, I'm still flat on my back, but it could involve other people watching as well or participating. Or it could have recently included all those things. It most Yes, it did. <laughs> Quite so, a bit, actually. <laughs> describe for the podcast listeners then your your masturbation routine or and or techniques oh so now is this uh okay it's this could be either like when i do it at night or and i want to do it fast or when i'm self-pleasuring um why not both why not both okay so um if, if it's quick and i just want to go to sleep i usually have certain uh fantasies that i run through my head well that's coming up later oh is that coming up later yes. okay so just technique Oh, I've got a man. I've got a lot of experience on how to touch myself. I have a certain way of touching myself. So, and um, it's usually hard pressure on the clit. I don't need insertion at all to, for, to for masturbate. Mm-hmm. Okay, because no. I do a lot of insertion with you. Do you not need that anymore? No, I like it when you do it with me. I'm just saying I don't need to do it with me to um, to have an orgasm. So if, if it's at nighttime and I'm just trying to get to sleep, I have a certain rhythm that I do, you know, hard pressure on my clit, sometimes pinching, sometimes pulling, and, um, you know, certain circle method, and boom. Yeah, I'm... Uh... Stroke the cock up and right, down. Right, right. <laughs> now, if I'm self-pleasuring, like in front of an audience, uh-huh. I'll do a lot more. I won't be as fast with it, so it'll be a lot more. Um, I don't know, pulling showy. and pinching and showy and you know, sliding fingers around and spreading open. And yeah. I hope this is working for the more. audience. It's working for me. <laughs> it worked for a whole group of people a couple of Saturday nights ago. <laughs> and then uh, finally, before we move on to other things at the moment. Um, what do you masturbate to? Porn, slut, ima- sorry, porn, smut, imagination, or nothing? Um, usually it's imagination or porn. Now, if um, sometimes I have some Wednesday nights where I'm in bed by myself because mm-hmm. you're somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're picturing what I'm doing? No, I'm not <laughs> actually. That's when I pull out Red Tube. Yes. And I- I've got a couple of... <laughs> Full of uh, porns there that I watch that are about um, having the girl. What do I look up? I look up rough sex. I look up double penetration. I look up um, public humiliation, where they've taken the girl and they tie her up like in the middle of a bar or something. And there's a dominatrix there that's working with her, and but they do it in front of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And the guys are allowed to touch and take pictures and things like okay. that. So that's the kind of porn that I watch. The rough sex and, and things like that. The being bound and 
so if I'm watching that porn and literally it's red tube so that it's just the three minute clip of, you know, I don't have to watch a whole movie. It's just little clips of movies. Um, or I have my own imagination and I got a couple of fantasies that I run through my head, which usually have to do with exactly what, what I'm watching on, on the porn. Right. Fair, fair. Fair. I, you know what? I don't, um, when I do watch porn, I watch, I surf porn because Reddit has this, has a real interesting variety of stuff, but Mm -hmm. not because it's erotic per se. Okay. It's just a lot of neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like hold the moan as one of my the ones I like to watch. Oh, it's okay. one where you you can't be loud and it's situations where, mm. you, but it's not because it's something I'm going to jerk off to. Mm-hmm. It's something that I just find interesting. For so, uh, for me, it's imagination. Mm-hmm. It's often, and I think you and I have discussed this. The people that are involved often don't have heads. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say they don't have heads, but it's not about specific people. I don't imagine um, like Johnny Depp or right. Angelina Jolie or some famed person. Right. And I normally, very rare that I'll picture people if I'm fantasizing, like people that I'm not intimate with. Mm-hmm. Uh, on occasion, I'll give that a try. You know, if there's somebody weird or interesting that I've come across lately, I'll give that a try. Mm-hmm. Um but normally, it's more these generic, nebulous people. Right, right. No, I totally agree with you. Yeah, even when, um, even when I picture myself being like in a in, in with a group of people or doing a DP fantasy or something, I don't have faces on the people. It's more about the action, so and the and the interaction with the people. So right. yeah, so and, it's kind of neat. And and because I am a gentleman, I will not mention anyone that I personally know. Like by name and say, oh, I like jerking off to, you know, whoever, this person. Right. I'm waiting for you to say a name. (laughs) That would be rude. So, yeah, yeah, it could be. So, well, you know what? That is actually kind of funny because I do want to say that the people usually have no faces, but I can think of a couple of times where they have had faces. Yeah. Where you've met somebody or thought Mm -hmm. of somebody or. Yeah. Or have played with before and want to play with, with again and go, ooh, this is how I'd like it to go this time. And a lot of times I'll actually, instead of fantasies, mm-hmm. they're either memories right. or plans. Right. My problem is it just struck me that, yeah, I do fantasize about what I would like to do next time. Why am I not sharing it with that person? <laughs> I, You know, it's like, damn, I probably should actually reach out to these people and say, hey, I thought about this for a future thing. That's Are you interested? <laughs> That is a good point. So uh, we'll go. We may have some more. We do have some more sex questions related to your self pleasuring and such. But first, I do want to mention, Don, that the uh, we do have a very interesting question of the day. But first, I do want to say, Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the original designer glow in the dark and light up canes. It's where art and pleasure come together to suit your unique style and have they do selection biggest <laughs> canes net. <laughs> it's more than canes. Check out the brand new KJCanes.com for a great selection of hand-poured low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics, such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. EA listeners get 10% off of orders of 25 bucks or more with a discount code DND16. Head over to KJCanes.com and support them 
And send them a nice thank you. They've given us a really cool tentacle cane once. That oh, yeah. That is a yeah. favorite in our little bag. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so Don, when I get depressed, yes. do you like to feed me chocolate? No. Do you I, stay out of my way? I've learned to stay out of your way. Are you, we did have somebody ask us what to do. Mm-hmm. And what, in this case, in a power exchange relationship or even a, a dom-sub, however you want to play dom-sub. Right. What do you as the submissive do when your dom's feeling depressed or uh, suffering depression? Now, before we get started, let's be clear. If the answer is uh, my dom sometimes stays in bed for three days at a time or has suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. or lost his job because he doesn't have the will to go to work, then the appropriate uh, advice for the submissive is to recognize you are not a psychologist and to get your dom professional help. Right. In this case, what we're not talking, we are not talking about people who are clinically depressed. That um, the the sickness or the illness of mm-hmm. depression. Right. We're making the distinction between that kind of depression and the kind of depression, the depression. that we as human beings often just deal with. Right. Whether it's um, and now, granted, you and I have both dealt with depression on at times, mm-hmm. um, significant depression on occasion, and occasion it's just the down in the dumps sort of mopey. I don't have the energy to do anything for a day. Right. Type of depression. Right. So there's our there's our we are not professionals, and yeah. you may not sue us for giving you stupid. <laughs> right. Advice. Right. So this is basically just coming from our experience. Like Dan said, um, I suffer a little bit from a clinical depression. That um, you know, I take meds for sometimes, and um, but we also have a situational depression that both yes. of us that Thank both you. of us go through. So. so, but this is all about me. So, what are right. you doing for me, honey? What am I doing for you? Well, or you could say in general <coughs> what you would advise. Well, I know for me, I want to fix things, right? So, I want to try to come up with things that will bring you out of your funk. And, um, but instead of kind of learn to back away from you, actually. So if you are, if I can tell you're depressed and I I can usually tell we've got a pretty strong energetic connection. And if I can tell you're depressed and if, you know, if I come up to you and say, you know, is there anything I can do? I feel something is wrong. You'll usually say no, because you like to, to resolve things yourself. And then, um, I have a habit of asking you again, you know, is there something that I can help with? You know, how are you doing? What's going on? You know, and if you tell me again that um, you've got it, you've got a grip on it, I will usually back away and watch from a distance. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just what we've learned how to do over time. Because if I keep poking you, it makes things worse. So now if I look at you and I see that you're going through something that's heavier than just situational, which has happened before, mm-hmm. has it happened since you and I have been together? I know what happened before you and I got together. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so it's been quite a while, but, um, as your, as your friend, as your partner, you know, regardless that I'm also your slave, I would absolutely push you towards, um, calling a therapist. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, because I need you healthy and, and I don't want you sliding into something deeper. Mm-hmm. So, if you know, if you tell me you've got it, I'll probably ask you again. If you tell me you got it again, I will back away, watch from a distance, even though that's not what I want to do. Right. <laughs> so, there's no... So, you're, you're, so, 
a lot of what you're referencing is because you know me, right? Right, because I know you. There's no one big pat answer. No. Part of it is there's a tendency if you try too hard to fix the problem for me is how do I keep the separation between that and topping from the bottom? Right. It's challenging for me to speak generically about this. I can only say for myself, part of me being a master is part of me mastering me. Mm -hmm. And although I allow myself to wallow in it for a while, there comes a point where I have to recognize I'm actually responsible for the entire relationship. Mm -hmm. I have to pull myself out of it. Being available to me um, and not pushing Right. It's just the the openness to if there's something you'd like to talk about, I'm certainly willing. But if right. not, we'll continue as normal. Right. I'll ask you if you need something yes. as well, because maybe you haven't thought of something. But, you know, I'll just say, you know, do you need something? Is there something that I can do? But, you know, if you say no, like I said, I may check in again later to see if you've changed your mind. But I, I don't push it. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of times for me, the the turning point is something as simple as, uh, would you like me to get a cu- you a cup of coffee? And mm-hmm. at some point, I'm, no, no, I don't know. I don't need anything. At some point, I recognize, you know, I would like a cup of coffee. And, and she is my slave, and she's trying to serve me. So turn it to a yes. Now, for the domly dom types out there, the, the key to getting past it is to being open about it. Whatever the issue is that has me in the dumps. Now, we're very fortunate to, after some time, I've gotten used to, well, Part of it is that I've gotten used to it, and part of it is that you have grown as a human as well. Mm-hmm. I would say the only thing, well, that's not true, but one of the things, I can't let anything be off the table for discussion topics, right? So if the reason I'm depressed is because work is tough, well, I can talk to you about work. That's not that big a deal. Right. The trick is what you try to fix. See, when a submissive's depressed, Domly types are likely, you know, we often carry hammers with us. Right. So you're like, oh, it works. Well, okay, well, why don't you just quit? You go ahead and quit your job. I'll work the overtime so we'll have enough money and that'll fix it, right? Oh, is that an option? No. Shut oh, up. damn. <laughs> I don't care how depressed you are. Take more pills. Um, the trick is, right, I can't, you can't do that. Right. right, I can't say, oh, work is such a pain in the ass. You know, I, I, you can suggest, have you thought of this or thought of that? But mm-hmm. You can't fix that or even try to fix that for me. Right. I don't even need you to offer advice most of the time. I just need you to listen. I need to have confidence that my submissive is allowed to have a d- depressed dom. I need to have confidence that you're allowed to listen to my whining and moaning. Especially, you know, the job is one thing, but when it's a poly thing, mm-hmm. right? I have to be able to treat you as a friend and confident to get past the depression. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm depressed because Linda, my, my partner, Linda Lou, is enjoying uh, not being with me more than she enjoys being with me. And that's depressing for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, notice I've avoided real people. There. I noticed. <laughs> yeah. I noticed. I know. You even started the actual names <laughs> in that comment. <laughs> And the actual situation. But, you know, again, for me to be able to, I've got to, to sit with it, to acknowledge it, and, and if I need to, to share it with you. But either way, your role as my submissive in that is to not get in the way of me processing for me. Right. That's what works for me. 
the more you push, the worse it gets. Yeah, you know, and exactly, exactly so. So that's yeah. how we deal with it here at this house. Now, what, will it work for you on your end? I, I don't know, you know, you, you got to learn your dominant and see what works. Ours is coming from experience of trying different things. The, the intelligent power exchange couple has this conversation when depression is not there. Right. When you're in a good space, when you're having it. Oh, by the way, honey. You know, so I've noticed sometimes you deal with depression. In the future, when you do have a depressive moment, what is the best thing I can do for you in that situation? Mm-hmm. Have that conversation while you're in that, in a positive space. Right. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and I can think we should talk someday about, you know, submissives that go through depression, too. Because, like you said, you can fix mine. You can order me. When I come home, eh, well, I, well, not fix. Okay. Right, that yes. is understood. But, um, like, when I used to come home from work and be depressed with work, and this was when we first got together, I would come straight home, go to bed, pull the covers over my head. And you'd have to come looking for me. Like, where the hell did my sleeve go? (laughs) So, you know, the order was I wasn't allowed to do that anymore without telling you what I was doing. We'll leave that for another topic. I can't do that, but I can't, like you said, I can't do that with you. I've added that to our list. (laughs) Yes, no, you can't do that. Sir, you are not allowed to go to bed without (laughs) telling your sleeve where you are. (laughs) Although, again, but though, you can indeed. We've done this as well. We have set some base rules, some ground rules. While we're in a good space, this is, oh, by the way, like, for example... Regardless of the fact that I'm your master, one of the things that we built into our contract is that I'm not allowed to storm out of the house. Right. So there you can you go. storm into a closet, exactly. into a bathroom. <laughs> All right. I am flipping back to naughty questions before we go any more into where I storm. Okay. What about, uh, we talked about that and that, but what about, uh, have you ever, this is very interesting, Dawn, have oh, you ever have masturbated you ever, to the point you got sore? Yes. <laughs> I have. And sometimes it's because um, it's just taking so fucking long mm-hmm. and I want to go to sleep. And other times it's like, oh, that was fast. That was fun. Oh, let's try that again. <laughs> I, I will say I have as well, but only accidentally. Only accidentally. It was not like, oh, my God, this pain feels so good. It no. was more like um, not realizing how skin, how dry my skin was oh. and that kind of thing. And that's it's very painful and it's nothing I would want to do again. Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts the first time you got up and close and personal with the opposite set of genitals? Oh, so we're not talking masturbation now. Oh, look like... Um, Where are we? Are we compared? No, we are not. Should we, well, I guess I've asked the question now, though. So we'll have to answer that one. Then we'll move into a genital group of conversations. So what was my thought the first time? Yes. I There's thought... only two genital questions, so we'll do them both. Okay. I have no clue. <laughs> The first time you saw it, so you have no clue what... No. Okay. Just that it was weird. Yeah. Um, I think I thought pretty much the same thing the first time I saw a vagina. I was like, whoa, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Um, and have you ever compared your genitals, breasts, whatever, with a friend? Wow, that's a long thinker. I know. I don't think so. Maybe boobs, but um, no, I can't say that I have uh, 
sat with a friend and spread my legs and said, hey, what does yours look like? Here's what mine looks like. Want to poke around a little bit? I know. I understand in some of them women's circles that that's a powerful thing that you I do. understand that too. And I have done the whole uh, Jill party, you know, the whole Jill thing where we're all laying next yeah. to each other. I can't say I got up in close and personal to see what theirs look like. I have to not. see if they had innies or outies or... <laughs> I hope that all your friends have innies. Um... I have not done that with penises either, and here's the why, the why, because as a boy, when you are growing up, your uh-huh. first interaction with other people's penises, generally, is right. pornography. Okay, not the gym in school? Uh, <laughs> no, no, he, I would say it's probably pornography. Okay, okay. I don't remember seeing any other boy penis. Matter of fact, I think you, you take the stance of avoiding seeing right, other right. boys' penises at okay. gym. Okay. Um, may not be the same for everyone. Just saying for me. When I grew up, the first other people's penises I saw were porn penises. Okay. I did not want to look at that penis, look at my penis, and then look at other guys and say, Hey, which one do you look like? This or that? This or that? Because I figured that already the very first penis I saw was a John Holmes penis, which quite made me feel a bit inadequate. So there's the uh, sex questions of the day. Jumping back around, Don, did you know that the, oh, uh, Compare Your Penis podcast gets more (laughs) listeners than we do? I did not know that. You can help out the Erotic Awakening podcast by heading over to the iTunes and rating us, as well as head over and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, And Google Play, which I think we're on now. Really? Oh, that's awesome. So I totally lost that piece of notes where, that had the rest of that. I know. I have it by now. We've I'm been scrolling through here going, where the hell is that? <laughs> I don't even see it on our notes anymore. So but we should have that down pat after, good God, how long have we been doing this? 400 episodes? And we should mention the new subscribers to the newsletter. We yes. know how to do that. Yes, we do know how to do that. So is it Kitten, Kitten Kai? From Massachusetts. And Owen Lars 66 from um, Toronto. Which, by the way, Owen Lars 66, you're in Toronto. So you should go check out the concert by Weaves. That's W-E-A-V-E-S. The Weaves are coming to Toronto. You should go check them out. I enjoy their shows. Awesome, awesome. I haven't even heard of them. I have to go check them out myself. So we got a couple of uh, random things to run through here. So um, I want to make sure that I get to uh, comic books and tentacles, actually. Okay. So, but um, I do, I'm really excited about wanting to share something. We were just talking about masturbation questions, right? And Mm -hmm. I wanted to share one of the things that I accomplished on my bucket list. Okay. So I went to, um, I had a workshop that I was going to present at uh, the space, but no one registered. So I got a free day because it got canceled. Always good. So I had a free day and you were busy and the boyfriend was busy. And so I'm like, okay, so what can I do that'll be fun and not stay home and mope? So, or sleep or whatever. And we didn't have Minecraft set up at the time (laughs) or that might have won. But um, I decided to go to, um, my thought was to go to a swing club. And just masturbate, Mm -hmm. right? I just wanted to masturbate in front of people. I had no intentions of hooking up, nothing like that. 
Um, and then I saw that uh, Fetish Foreplay Friday was having a Saturday party at the swing club. So I decided to go to that. So I started out with the uh, kinky stuff upstairs with uh, Fetish Foreplay and the Guilty Pleasures crew. And I did some uh, fire cupping and some electrical play. And But I had posted on Fetbook that I wanted to do this masturbation thing at the swing club. And Fetish Foreplay Friday is on the second story of the swing club. So I had people at the kink party asking me if I was going to go downstairs. And I was like, oh, no, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. And, but I really had this drive to, to do it before I lost, lost my nerve. So I ended up going downstairs, renewing my membership, checking in, walking around, watching everybody. It was crowd, crowded. But there's this one um, fuck pit room. Basically, is that how you would describe it? Like sure, a fuck absolutely. pit room? And it's got um, glass so that people can watch through the glass, but you're not allowed in the room after certain hours unless you're part of a couple or part of a grouping um, and you're undressed. So you can't go in and just watch. Right. You have to watch through the glass. So I went up to the guard and I'm like, um, I'm a single person. Don't plan on hooking up. Am I allowed to go in there by myself? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it took me a while to get up the nerve, but I finally went in there by myself and it was packed. I mean, there was fucking bodies all over the mattresses. I mean, it was glorious. It was so neat. So I found this ottoman and I laid my blanket on the ottoman and pushed the ottoman up against a wall so that I'm leaning against the wall, Mm -hmm. stripped and go on, go just, on. Just, just masturbated there, watching, self-pleasured, while I watched all these couplings and moanings and groanings. And there was um, uh, all kinds of styles and shapes and sizes and things going on. And um, there was this uh, one BBW girl that had two hot guys on her. And that was where most of my vision was. And But people were watching me, watching them. And that was really hot, too. That was hot. So, uh Scratched off the bucket list. Nice. So I would do that again. I would. And that's a really interesting one about the bucket list. You know, mm-hmm. do you, you, did you? Is it something you would want to do? Again? I would absolutely do that again. I actually had um, somebody stop me when I left the room, and they were like, "You know, I just wanted to let you know that I was watching you, watching them, and them watching you, and it was really, really hot. And I'm not trying to pick you up, but um, I wanted to ask you a few questions, and you know, just <laughs> sat there and talked Thanks. with me for a little bit. So, so that was kind of neat. I thought it was neat because the guard said yes, I could come in, but if I had been a single guy, I wouldn't have been allowed in. Mm-hmm. But as a single girl, he said he'd never had that happen before. So, and this club's been around for a while, but he'd never had a girl go in. And masturbate to the crowd. So that was interesting. So absolutely something you would do again. Absolutely something I would do again. So it was safe. It was hot. It was, yeah. So that was just, that was just cool. So, all right. So on to tentacles and other random things. I'm glad that you enjoyed that time though. Good. Good. I did. I had a really good time. Yeah. So we're going to hit these tentacle things. Um, You'd mentioned... That you got some tentacle links, but who cares? Because I finally got some food on boobs. Uh, we had some uh, A, who I don't have permission to use name of. So, But A sent over some wedding cake on boobs. It was very handsome. Nice, nice. But then I, that was followed up with uh, Fet Doc sent even more cake on boobs. How'd and that was so very much? artistic. Okay. So cake on boobs is all over the place How'd for me right so now. How'd you get so much cake on boobs in one month? It must be a wedding season or other celebration. Okay. So, well, we also had... And, mass- and by the way, A, sending me wedding cake on boobs is particularly naughty to Why? me. Why? It's wedding cake. 
Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so we also had Master John who sent over a link to Hentai to Read. Oh, my God. You're shifting my notes. <laughs> <laughs> Master John sent over a link to Hentai to Read.com. So that was awesome. And then um, Chip, Chip, the tentacle guy, sent me two different things. So he sent me, um, it was like a shower curtain mm-hmm. with tentacles on it. So that was kind of neat. And um, then he sent me a link, and I started going through the links again this morning. So much tentacle porn at, not, at what <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. That was so cool. But one of the weird things about this tentacle porn is, as I was going through it, I mean, there was just all kinds. I would say hundreds of images, but I scrolled past a couple of them that were guys being fucked by tentacles. Yes, which I don't usually see. So it was it was yeah. cartoon anime-ish style there was one where the guy's standing there naked and he's reading from a book that says by the power of whatever you know i command thee to fuck my ass you know so yeah exactly so and so he had a tentacle fucking his ass and there was another picture of two tentacles where there's one tentacle there going uh, uh, hey dude it's my turn you know hurry up fucking our pussy it's my turn and then there's another tentacle going hey dude did you know there's a second door <laughs> their ass. so you know but uh so that was kind of neat that's interesting i'll be i'll be going through those uh <laughs> and then 705 just to get in on it uh the wonderful 705 sent out a picture mm-hmm. of a hot guy getting tentacle blown yes yeah, so that's that something you see every day so it's probably photoshopped but it was hot because so. it was a hot guy, you know, kind of on his knees on the beach and leaning back and had the, the octopus, yeah, attached to his front. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't they have horned beaks? They do, which is quite, <laughs> quite the point. So, Don, that's another half hour podcast. Uh, we have a ton of more information to talk about on here that we're going to have to get okay, into. We're just going to really have to podcast. Want to talk about the comic books. Yes, we're going to have to talk. We're going to have to do more podcasts because we have a ton of comic related stuff to talk about. We have Cope coming up any moment now. We have our new secret Facebook group. We just did kinky speed dating where people hooked up from speed dating to go to the parties with. Make sure you get that on the notes too. Well, I'm going to write that on kinky. Yeah, kinky speed dating. We've also got Scarlet Sanctuary coming up with Cope this, uh, this coming up Friday. So you and I have more... See, see, I hardly ever hook up with people at events because I forget because I work so much. And now we've got Cope coming up, and I've got five things to make happen plus Scarlet Sanctuary. That's going to be so fucking hot. I'm going to be so tired. So we have (laughs) plenty to talk about um, for upcoming episodes. We just have to get to them faster. Oh, we didn't go over this either. I know it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bye, Dan. Oh, no, not yet. we got to do the not other yet. thing. Oh, we do. Oh, you got me. Our end music is provided by Pocket Universe. The song you're listening to right now is called Win. The official EA twatter is Reverend Danny, Reverend Danny Smite. Still. The, the EA listener we've seen most recently is Corwin of Colorado. The current sender of tentacles is Master John and Chip the Tentacle Guy and 705. The provider of graphic novels is Johnny Jackhammer. The official food that goes on boobs is cake. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan.